Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. And one of the most persistent topics in this industry is the automotive space, and with the new year upon us, we'd like to try our hand at some predictions, some forecasting, if you will. And one of the more interesting developments in the car is this idea of vehicles becoming their own data centers. And just like regular data centers, vehicular data centers need to mind their thermal management. And that plus the continued evolution of automotive AI should make for an interesting year. Here on the line to discuss these topics is Rohit Pai, Director of Business Development for Dialog Semiconductors. So Rohit, thanks for joining us. And let me start by asking, how will cars continue to become their own data centers in 2020? Yeah, so the uh, the ability for cars to be connected with each other and the ability for cars now to to be able to gather data with regards to its surroundings um, is, is creating a scenario where um, a car can probably learn a lot about its surroundings by capturing the information around the roads they're driving on, the kind of traffic patterns, the weather, um, and then pretty much be able to make decisions about uh, what, what actions it needs to take to deal with the circumstance, uh, surroundings. So a car now typically could probably uh, store up to, you know, four or five terabytes of information per hour, which is a, a massive amount of information that a, a car is able to collect. And uh, being able to process that data, being able to use that data to make intelligent decisions, uh, all add up to um, a data center style of compute requirements in the car. And that's what's uh, that, that trend continues to to uh, dominate going forward. Mm-hmm. Now, now you, you were sort of getting into this at the end, but could you make our audience appreciate the, the challenges that automake, automakers and OEMs will face in uh, cooling these data centers? Yes. Um, for instance, a car now, uh, a high-end car probably has uh, 16 to 18 cameras uh, surrounding it. So, and these cameras pretty much uh, are very high-resolution cameras, typically now uh, in the 8K resolution space. So when, when it's capturing data at 8K resolution at about 70 to 80 frames per second, the amount of information that needs to be processed in real time um, it typically is on the scale of teraops, uh, tera uh, operations, hundreds of teraops per second, uh, which requires hundreds of watts of power in, inside of the car. And as you know, cars um, are typically not in very um, climate-cooled conditions. They can be in very harsh environments of temperature and, and uh, humidity and what have you. So in order to be able to uh, maintain this kind of processing at that high currents uh, will require massive amounts of cooling technology and power management, which is pretty difficult to to uh, manage in a car type of environment. So uh, having intelligent power management becomes very critical. Right, right. Now, we've spoken a lot about uh, the Internet of Things on this show and in a magazine and a blog section and pretty much everywhere because let's face it, when the IoT is fully realized and everything is literally connected to everything, it will be a big part of everything we design and cover. And a huge factor in building out the IoT is more sophisticated automotive AI. So let me ask you from your perspective, what's the potential of greater artificial intelligence in vehicles? 
Yeah, I think uh, one of the most killer apps that that's uh, driving artificial intelligence is, uh, you know, autonomous driving as well as, uh, you know, driver assist types of uh, technologies. So the ability for the car to be able to make intelligent decisions uh, will hinge upon it, its ability to learn from its surroundings and keep improving its decision-making as you go along. So, for instance, um, it could it could be AI could could uh, detect potentially weather conditions and decide that you know it should um, add braking uh, if the if the road tends to be icy, as an example. Um, artificial intelligence could also be used to detect if the uh, driver is you know uh, drowsy, not paying attention. Uh, it could also make intelligent decisions about uh, braking if the driver wasn't uh, fast enough to detect a pedestrian crossing the road. So uh, multiple things are possible with AI just because, you know, it, it, it allows the car to learn from experience, which, which was never possible in the past. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Rohit, apart from what we covered uh, already, what, what innovations might we see in the area of automotive electronics uh, this, this specific year? So I think there will be more and more uh, user-based uh, 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 services, you know, like a uh, lot of sharing types of technologies, um, predictive maintenance, you know, where the car will give you a notification of, you know, something that needs to be fixed. Um, there could be other uh, emergency types of uh, emergency braking, emergency, all the safety-related stuff could could also be part of uh, what what AI is going to be used for. Um, and then, of course, there's the basic infotainment types of use cases where you know the car decides um, the appropriate song list to play play for you, depending on the time of the day or you know based on your habits. Uh, it could also be um, deciding what movies will be played for your children uh, if they're driving at the back of the car based on, you know, what they've been um, uh, used to seeing before. So it's, it's kind of a combination of uh, Netflix-like recommendation engine. Um, a lot of uh, other use cases could be speech-to-text, you know, where, where you can pretty much interact with your um, car uh, as if you're talking to a phone, uh, those kinds of things. So that's, I feel like those kinds of key things are going to be what, uh, you know, make people buy cars these days in the future. Oh, very cool. Well, uh, thanks for all the great information, uh, Rohit. On behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in.